0: For all all NBA
1: warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. And I got to tell y'all, I don't know how long we'll be doing this podcast anymore because earlier today, the player known as Chris Paul, CP3, some call him the Point God. I don't, Justin doesn't. My nicknames for him differ, but now that he is almost officially a warrior, I don't know that I can call him some of the names that I used to. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chris Paul will become a warrior and our beloved Jordan Poole Sorry, y'all, y'all, I'm stepped, if you, if you're watching on video, I'm looking away because, you know, this update's coming left and right, so we're trying to make sure we don't miss anything as we record in. but our beloved Jordan Poole has been traded to the Washington Wizards, and I mean, I think the last time we were on here, Justin and I spoke about this, I didn't think it was possible for the team to really do anything this season, honestly. Because, well, I didn't think it was possible with Jordan and and, and Dre being on the team. I didn't think they could coexist. Um, Justin was sort of like, oh, let's hope for the best, you know. But, I mean, I think we all thought if anyone was going to be traded, it was going to be Pool. So, I don't think that Pool being traded was a surprise to us, though it still hurts a little bit. For me, it still hurts. Um, But that he'd be traded, and the only thing we'd be getting back in return is Chris Paul. I think that is uh, a, yeah, that is something. And look, there had been some Chris Paul rumors circulating a couple weeks ago and they kind of, you know, nothing really came of them. And then since it's been like pretty, like he's going to go to an LA team. He's going to go to an LA team. Like that's what (coughs) everyone's been saying. Um, And so I don't know how he ended up here. But to the people who are like, how does Steph feel about this? This does not happen without Steph's blessing, guys, okay? Um, They had his blessing. (laughs) They had his blessing and they probably had the blessing of the others too. But most importantly, they had Steph's blessing. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think there's a few reasons for this trade. And before we get into like breaking down why the Warriors probably did this, and the pros and the cons of it, you know, my initial reaction was like many. And look, not everyone dislikes this trade. So, but many in Sub nation don't like the trade because Chris Paul is older. We got history with Chris Paul, you know, whether it's Lob City or the Rockets, you know, this team has a lot of history with Chris Paul. And then some people just never liked Chris Paul anyway, as a player, you know, based on his antics and stuff. So, um, and then there was like a Chris Paul, you know, Steph thing for a while. So it's just, it's a lot to process him being on our team now and having to root for him. So, um, you know, so that, that we needed a little time. I know this news dropped a lot earlier today. Um, it's now 11.23 p.m. on the East Coast. This sort of dropped, I don't know, what time was it? Like midday today? Just yeah. Dropped a little bit after 3 p.m. on the East Coast. So it was about a little afternoon on the West Coast. So right. it's been several hours and... Um, You know, I've had some more time to process it, but but my initial reaction was I was disgusted by this trade. (laughs) I was disgusted by it. And and I'm going to be candid when I say I was largely disgusted by the trade because I don't like Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a fan of him. So that was my biggest reason. It was not about basketball or what he could potentially do or any of that. It was just like, I'm truly not a fan of him. And I didn't want him on my team. But that's subsided for me now a little bit. Um, And I do think we need to get into like the basketball stuff, but I do want to know, Justin, what was your initial reaction?
0: Same exact thing. Well, for one, it's kind of like a, like almost like a sadness for Jordan because just understanding the situation that led to this point, I do ultimately believe that he would have eventually have had to been moved anyway regardless of the Draymond situation, just because of the money situation. Um, Unless he had taken some type of major leap as a player that just made him so much better than Klay Thompson, that it would just be Klay Thompson that had to be moved, um, which didn't happen. So I think Jordan was, was going to be moved regardless, but watching him grow from his rookie season to go into the G league in and out to becoming a player that helps him win a championship to being a, whether people think he deserved a contract or not, a hundred million dollar, you know, plus player. It's pretty gratifying to see that when you draft a player and they have that type of ascension to um, young stardom. So to see him be traded away is definitely a sad moment. Um, I mean, he's being traded to DC and I live in DC, so I get to watch him play and continue to grow in person, which is cool for me, but sad as a, as a Warriors fan. But as far as Chris Paul, definitely the same initial thoughts it's just like, you've rooted against this guy for so long and you have mostly negative feelings towards the guy for his off the court or on the court antics and stuff and the rivalry that he's had with Steph and the warriors for all those years. But like you said, after thinking about it from a basketball standpoint, I do think it is an improvement just because he is more ready to contribute to winning um, in the role that is asked of him today than Jordan Poole is Um, I think Jordan Poole needs a little bit more around him to be in position to help impact winning, kind of like 2022, whereas going forward, I don't think they'll have the roster that's quite as built like that. So you're going to need a little bit more veteran leadership. You're going to need a a little bit more players that are not reliable, relying on other players around them to be effective. And I think Chris Paul is that. And then financially, it makes more sense as well because his contract is expiring next season. It's non-guaranteed. So it can be used in trades. It can be dumped if need be. So there's no long-term financial commitment to Chris Paul, who at this point is not necessarily the greatest asset. So um, I think objectively it made sense as a trade. I do think people will want Jordan Poole to be traded for like a front court player because they needed front court help, but it didn't work out that way. And I think they still got some type of value back for him and a good player and a player that is, you know, objectively Movable if need be after this season.
1: So, yeah, they definitely needed front court, but they did always need a backup point guard for Steph. Like, this has been a thing. Mm-hmm. The problem is, can Chris Paul actually be a backup for Steph? <laughs> you know, I, if, if, if you're only worried about getting him to the postseason, then sure. But who's going to be backing him up during the regular season. Right. Cause I mean, if you're not, I mean, look, I, like I saw some graphic from ESPN with Chris Paul as like a potential, like part of the starting five, like, no, I, I, he's coming off the bench would be my guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So you're already going to have limited minutes coming off the bench. And I mean, he's the perfect person to be out there with Kaminga and whoever else they end up putting out there um Gary you know he can definitely lob some stuff up to Gary you know he'll have some fun Mm -hmm. with Gary um and Kaminga would definitely benefit with you know playing with Chris Paul um so but it's just you know like look obviously (laughs) They're a team that's equipped to manage him. And by manage him, I mean, like, how we managed Otto, you know. Um, But if you're managing him and if that's going to mean, like, he's not playing back-to-backs and it's going to mean this, it's going to mean that, you know, we don't know. So, you know, there's been some talk about Lester, you know, showing some promise. So I don't know. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. But they still need some front court help. So my guess is they're going to try to get those with like the vet minimums because they don't, there's no other way to get anything else. Right. Unless they're going to do another trade. Right. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking they're not going to trade Kaminga unless something great comes about, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not getting the sense that they're going to trade him, but I don't, who knows. You know, Um, but that's really their only other way to get another player. Right. Because, I mean, who else are they going to (laughs) trade?
0: Right. And with Kaminga's contract, you just probably aren't going to get the value back for him that he already holds as a future piece. And as a current piece, he's making six million. Right. Like who out there is on a six million dollar contract as a front court player? right that's gonna help you win more than he can this season so
1: yeah you'd probably have to give up moody and kaminga and that just makes no sense so i don't know have you taken a look to see what front court players are out there that could potentially go for a minimum
0: mm-hmm. there's a f- there's a few i mean there's sarich there's dario sarich out there there's yuda watanabe who's kind of like a wing but he's like six nine um, really good shooter I think he's a player that whether they have made this trade or not they should be going after I think he's probably should be number one on their list for vet minimum players because he can guard multiple positions he can hit an open three he's a smart player I, I believe he's 28 or 29 years old so he's like in his mental and physical prime for for basketball um, other players that are out there who knows if Mike Muscala is going to be waived by the Wizards or whatever the case may be is going to be going on with him. Um and Gabriel is another wing out there that, used to play, that played for the Lakers this past season. He might go back to the Lakers, but I think he'll be available in the minimum. There's a few out there that can be used. I mean, I think Juan might be end up getting waived. He could be available as well. So,
1: Juan just got no energy?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. It's not. It's not the best group out there for vet minimums, to be honest. It's not. It never is because that's why they're on vet minimums. But yeah, we just that's gonna fine. have to wait and see who gets waived. I think. I think it might
1: improve based on who gets waived. But right now, it's it's very. Few. I love Juan, but no, no, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate your love and support. Appreciate that you're an Oakland kid, but nah, we good. Right. 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 No um they they rollins is gone in that trade so they freed up another roster spot so let's just talk about how many roster spots they'll have right like because you'll have have rollins dante's likely not coming back
0: right i think they have four available right now
1: is that one of them dependent on andre
0: That is dependent on Andre coming back or not. If he comes back, it it drops to three. Jamichael's gone. Anthony Lamb, hopefully, is gone. Dante, we are expecting to be gone. So those are the those are four.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think a lot of this Chris Paul thing too had to do with clearing their books, right? So it's like it's a big risk, Mm -hmm. high risk.
0: Potentially high reward.
1: Yeah, I can't even say high reward, but high risk, <laughs> yes. Um, potential reward. <laughs> right. Um, but after this year, your books, but that's still another year of Steph's prime, you know, that you're fooling with. <laughs> so um, I'm not really sure that they had much better options. You know, I I saw our friend at Warriors Reddit tweet that, like, why couldn't we just wait for him to hit the buyout market? But he probably wouldn't have signed with the Warriors, right, if he hit the buyout market.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: maybe they figured that as well.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Um, he's 100% going to one of the L.A. teams if they let him hit that market.
1: Yeah. So this bastard gets to keep his money, <laughs> he gets to keep his money <laughs> and potentially get a ring off Steph's back.
0: In a way, it's kind of poetic because it's like Chris Paul, you've been trying to battle Steph for all these years only to end up as his sidekick and you can't get a ring without Steph. So it would be a funny funny storyline there. <laughs> i kind of hate it has to be this way but in a way it's kind of like hmm pretty funny considering their career arcs and how it how it started and how it's going
1: um look chris paul can at least be trusted to close out quarters um can be trusted not to turn the ball over can be trusted to make smart decisions mm-hmm can be reliable at the mid-range. Yeah. Can settle things down. And honestly, like, can draw fouls.
0: Yeah. A lot of people have been talking about like how they're going to miss Jordan's rim pressure, and that's definitely the case. But Chris Paul, I think he makes up the gap a little bit with the lack of rim pressure with a mid-range shot and his ability to draw fouls and his ability to set guys up for lobs and dunks and stuff like that. So it is it's really dependent on if they knock out the remaining spots on the on the roster. If they can get in some playable, usable front court players, guys that, that can hit the three finish inside with some legit size. I think, you know, Chris Paul and Steph are just as equipped as anybody to make those players better than they actually are and get the most out of them. So I'm I'm holding on before I'm like Truly, truly reacting to how the roster looks. So we just gonna
1: see the rest of the pieces. Yeah, exactly. But this is the most major move that's gonna happen. So it's just a matter of they have to know they need front court players, they have to know that.
0: Yeah. As of right now, PBJ and Looney are the only bigs on on
1: contract, right? I forgot about PBJ. Is he gonna get playing time this year?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who else they sign. If they Damn, sign, Harry, can't
1: even get no playing time this year.
0: I actually think he's good. That's the crazy thing. It's just I don't know if Steve will actually trust him to play. Um, and the thing is, like right now, as presently constructed, is Chris Paul and Gary Payton. They're both thirty plus years old in the in the second unit, and then it's Moody and Kaminga. So the question becomes, do you play PBJ with that group Is another under 23, under 22 years old player, or do you put somebody that's older in that group? I think they're going to lean with somebody that's older, more reliable, which then pushes PBJ into that 11th to 15th man. So I, I doubt he gets a lot of minutes next season. So we'll see. But if something material materializes, like where Moody or Kaminga or both get moved, then I can see PBJ get a little bit more minutes in the second unit because he would be the the only young guy, essentially, in the second unit.
1: I see a lot of people reacting to the Warriors and what we did. You know, oh, Lakers going to love this. Da-da-da. I don't know why they think they team so damn good. <laughs> I, I really don't. think it all my um, but I remember them reacting our the year that we won the championship. Oh, that's all they did. they playing and we won so you know, uh, like the core is still there, so the core is a good team, and we have to always remember that it's just it's no secret. I don't like Chris Paul. The amount of people that at me today was insanity, but but. Chris Paul is still a good player. Yeah. He's still a good player.
0: He's still better than a lot of starting point guards, let alone backup point guards. So uh, I think if they had Chris Paul instead of Jordan this past p- playoffs, they probably beat the Lakers. You know what I mean? That's no disrespect to Jordan, obviously. I, I love Jordan, but I think even if Chris Paul's shot isn't falling, he just brings a baseline of – playmaking, decision-making, stuff like that, that he can just still add positive impact out there where Jordan is just not ready yet in his career to be able to provide that stuff. For sure. For sure.
1: We'll just have to find a way. We'll have to find a way to... When the Warriors win,
0: it's everybody A. (laughs) When the Warriors win, everybody getting props. But that guy... (laughs) And when they lose... It's his fucking fault.
1: <laughs> Every game. But. Oh man, um, this was definitely a cap thing, though. It was definitely, you know, his contract is basically up, essentially. And after this year, Clay. After this year, and Jordan's gone. Their books are gonna be pretty good. <laughs> yeah after this year i mean i don't it, it doesn't seem like they're gonna extend clay now so it seems like his contract is gonna be taken care of at the end of the year
0: oh so. yeah which means you probably get a pretty good version of clay contract year he's gonna be playing for some money same thing with Draymond this past year even though he didn't have the best playoffs he had a pretty good regular season um so it's usually a good thing when guys are on one year and they're expiring.
1: And you sort of hope all the Denver buzz and people now really acting like the Warriors are done and talking about future dynasties. But look at Denver already being impacted; like they may not even have Bruce Brown next year.
0: He's gone, gone. I'd be surprised if they bring him back. To be honest, I don't think they have enough money.
1: You mean all that stuff White Mike was talking?
0: That was a- <laughs> That was the Hennessy coming out of his pores.
1: We bring it back.
0: We bring this shit back. We bring this shit back. I love Mike. I love
1: love him too, but yeah, but I mean, look at them; they already feeling it. You ready? And again, of course, you still have Jokic and Murray. But I'm just saying, like, that's how it starts—you losing, you know, a piece.
0: Yeah, exactly. It. We kind of saw it already with GP two. Last season, they ended up getting him back, but yeah, his absence was felt. Um, Even though they tried to replace him with Dante, or just a different type of player, Um, and then Otto as well, obviously missed his contributions or just the value from what he brought. They didn't replace it, so it's hard to win and then continue to win. You like I said,
1: Otto's interesting because I think I saw a report the other day like that no one around the league is high on him. So I wonder if he gets cut. At all. I mean, Toronto doesn't seem like the kind of team that would do that.
0: Yeah, I don't okay. think so either, but we'll see. What kind Maybe of he team could, did they uh,
1: sign him to when he went there?
0: Uh, a one plus one, six million a year, I think, something like that. So hmm. he had a player option. He He accepted his player option, and he'll be back on contract with the Raptors next season for one more season. So, I mean, they have the ability to waive him or, you know, get him off the books.
1: I'm sure the Warriors wouldn't mind taking him back.
0: I wouldn't either. A lot of people don't want him just because of the injury thing. And it's a legit concern. Like, he's only played – he's only played – he's played 63 games for the Warriors, and he did a whole playoff run. He played eight games last year for the Raptors. He played 28 games the year before that. He played 14 games the year before that. So the Warriors are the only team he could put together any semblance of a healthy season for. Uh, is it luck? You
1: chip out of it.
0: You know what I'm saying? is it got a chip out of it. Is it luck? Is it Rick Celebrini?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows?
1: Maybe a little no. bit of both.
0: Maybe a little bit of both. I'll take him back, though. I would say we got four spots. that four minimum, spots. I
1: mean, why not? Right. I will take a stab at it. All right. Well, I really have no clue who the Warriors are going to go after. Um, I, people were expecting me to be all rah rah tonight, oh, y'all. For one, I'm under the weather. If you can't hear it, I'm sick. Um, so I, I really don't have the capacity to do all of that, and. What is that going to do anyway? He's on the squad, you know? So I really, I I don't think Jordan has sunk in for me yet, though. He unfollowed Draymond on Instagram pretty quickly. Yeah, He actually
0: posted on Instagram before he got traded. I think he already knew. He posted on his story, like, the three dots and, like, some background images or videos and stuff. So just sad.
1: I just don't like the way a lot of Warriors fans treated him. Mm-hmm. You know, going out like Jordan helped us win a championship. He helped us win a championship, and yeah, he had a bad playoffs. So his play.
0: Yeah, I mean you know? he's a young he's a young wow. player that's still getting better. Yeah, still getting better. People just were out on him. I, I mean this. A lot of people are just reactionary, so like a lot of people are out on JP, Clay, Draymond, you know, that's just how people are wired, but Jordan Poole is going to be very good, like very good. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Wizards and ends up peaking a little bit higher than Brad did, like I'm not penciling it in, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's near 25 a game next season either. Um, he's that good of a player, that good of a scorer, offensive player. He just got a, a ways to go to learn how to lead a team and be one of those guys that you can rely upon to not make simple mistakes and stuff like that. And that's just – that comes with time and age. But he's a championship-level player. He's shown it already. He's won a chip. Like, so people definitely should have paid him a little bit more respect. Um. And – you know just understanding the situation we knew he was going to be moved but nobody wanted him to be moved for like really basketball reasons it was just more so him and Draymond can't coexist and it's his contract was more movable his role was more replaceable than what Draymond brings as far as impact on winning it was just he was more replaceable but got to give respect to Jordan he's done so many things for the for the team had so many great moments, playoffs and regular season. So, yeah, shout out to shout out to Jordan.
1: Yeah, now you're making me sad.
0: <laughs> I was like, I was sad. He's one of my favorite players. Like, so, and I mean, to be traded for one of my least favorite players of all time, I was kind of in disbelief for a long time. But
1: nah, man, that shit really. I don't. It doesn't sit right with me. And I don't know. Like, I just. I just don't know how I feel about all this because I just continue to feel like Dre just continues to do shit. And it's like he's rewarded for it. This is why when people talk about this contract he now has to get, I'm like, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm sorry, y'all talking about $30 million a year for Dre? For what?
0: That's not happening.
1: Who's paying Dre that? No one. And I don't see why. Why do the Warriors need to overpay? Like, everyone keeps talking about that gives him leverage. What leverage? What leverage? There's no team. There's no contending team. Right. Unless he's trying to go to like Detroit, and he's not. We know that.
0: And why would these, why would a team that's not contending want Draymond? Why would a team with a bunch of young guys want Draymond Green, who just punched a young guy on his own team? To come on, you know what I mean? The Wiseman thing didn't work out with j Obviously, the Jordan Poole thing didn't work out with j And there's even rumblings about, obviously, about other young guys. They just don't want a bunch of young guys on their team. He wants to win championships. He wants to finish out his career competing for championships while also making a good amount of money. And the only team that can do that for him is the Warriors. So he has no leverage, really. The only leverage he can get is if he goes out and finds a team that's willing to pay him a certain amount of money and he brings it back to the Warriors, like, see, they're gonna pay me. And the yeah, Warriors but then are like, I all right. I
1: call his bluff, go, go that team. <laughs> He's not going. Right. He's not going. Uh, to me, anything more than 25 million is crazy. And to me, yeah. it should not, be, it should be like between 20 and 25 million, honestly.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he knows that. They put that $30 million up there just so they can kind of talk down from it, I think. But who's really offering them that? Stephen A really funny for putting that $100 he Say he's worth $100 million. Like, come on, dog.
1: How much Clutch pay him to say that?
0: Right. Like, all right, man. We, we get it. We get it. You want to get a nice little payday. You get your three years, 80, 75, 70.
1: 75 is the max in
0: right so
1: really it should be like 70 and some incentives get you to yeah 25. right 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 so, so and like I I do I feel like because of what you've cost this team, you owe some of that back anyway. Like, if you would have been a stellar, perfect player to this point, then sure. hmm But look at what you've caused.
0: Yeah, that's facts.
1: Look at what you've caused.
0: Yeah, he. I think, I mean, I think he understands the situation. He's just trying to milk the system a little bit. I don't think he has any intention of going anywhere else or even looking anywhere else. Um, also, think he knows he needs to be on his best behavior from this point out.
1: Why? What's gonna happen to him? <laughs> he can literally assault. What's him? gonna happen
0: <laughs> to him, but I just think and right, the coach will hope.
1: come on the podcast with him, and they will taunt <laughs> the teammate. I mean.
0: At least I'm being hopeful. I don't say he thinks he he feels like he needs to get his act in order, but I'm, I'm hopeful that he at least mature enough to not have another inf- incident like the ones that he's had in the past. Because he, at his big age, is that what the kids say nowadays.
1: Of course not, because Kaminga would have knocked his ass somewhere. <laughs> he would have did that to Kaminga, and he ain't doing that to Steph to Clay to any of them other dudes. He ain't doing that to Andre. He not doing that to them. Loon would have even knocked his ass out. You okay? He ain't doing that to nobody.
0: Shout out to Loon.
1: Who he gonna do that to? Ty Jerome? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stop shout
0: shit. out to Jordan. Shout out to Jordan.
1: Uh, Jordan... We love you here on Golden Spaces Pod. Justin, you out there, so you need to go cover him for a few games.
0: He's gonna bring the baddies in DC out.
1: Please, so. I hate that stupid ass thing. First of all, <laughs> half the pick they show ain't even no baddies.
0: No, it's facts, but it's gonna be legit baddies in DC. Yeah. And it's never,
1: be. but why do y'all think that, like, he don't like black women? I don't understand. They always show yeah, women crazy. who are not black. That shit annoys me.
0: I mean, apparently he took Ice Spice out on a dinner on a on a date, so I think she had black. Maybe I don't know why Ice Spice.
1: Yeah, they are black, but I'm just saying it's like why? What?
0: They only show. Yeah, they only show white.
1: Oh, Always, shit is annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> JP, JP, he's 24 years old. About to be 24 years old.
1: It was the dumbest joke ever. I'm like, cut that bullshit out. Anyway, she's so annoying me. <laughs> Um
0: oh man, his birthday was three days ago.
1: Anyway, Jordan, we love you here. We wish you the best. Mm-hmm. I hope you drop like 45 on Draymond's head, but you you still lose, but you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for real.
1: Nah, man, I you know, I'm gonna be rooting for Jordan. He got a lifelong fan over here for real. Facts. For real, um, man. I'm going to miss you. Our little P. No more pool parties. I can't tweet about it no more. Yo, man, it should have sat at her small heart. You can still
0: tweet about it, but.
1: I know, from but afar. It was Warriors Warriors Should have whack, yo. We was talking about Jordan a couple years ago. Like, this is going to be like OKC. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is what Ray ruins. This is what he ruined because of his fucking ego. Nah, yeah. man, we knew okay. in
0: 2021, people weren't, weren't trying to catch on, but we knew in 2021 where he was going to be. He's turning into that player. There's some growing pains, but ultimately, I think his trajectory is stardom. Um, and he will be worth that contract that he got. A lot of people don't think he is. I think he will show that he is worth that. And
1: it'll call it'll be, it'll be, be... Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. The nerve of the ringer to put 125 players ahead of him and then make okay. a note of it to make sure it was known at the end.
0: Funny oh. thing is they put Dylan Brooks at the 125th spot. So like, are we serious? He literally just outplayed Dylan Brooks in the playoffs like less than a calendar year ago.
1: It was just silliness. There are not 125 players in the NBA better than Jordan Poole, and like you cannot base that all on his postseason. Like those 125 players that you put all ahead of him did not all have better regular seasons than him, and some of them dudes were not even in the playoffs.
0: Right. And some of them that were in the playoffs did not have better playoffs than him, and his playoffs was pretty bad.
1: Ah, uh, anyway, let's move on. We got a draft pick. We got a draft pick. So let's talk about it.
0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch
1: today. For all all NBA Warriors, you
0: are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What's up, Dumb Nation? It's your newest Golden State Warrior, Brandon Pajemski. I'm so excited to get back out to the Bay. Um, You know, it's already my home. I can't wait to contribute any way possible to the organization. Um, I look forward to winning the championship uh, this year, 2024 Golden State Warrior NBA Champs. I'm ready. Go Dubs. What's up,
1: Dub Nation? All right. Mm. That was Brandon Pajimski. He kind of, kind of confident. I think I like him. I think I like him. I don't know nothing about Pajimski. But he's talking about us being champions. So I'm with it. I'm with it. I don't know nothing about drafts, guys. Justin, so this is all you. Tell me (laughs) and everybody listening about Brandon Pajimski and who the Warriors drafted with the 19th pick in this year's draft.
0: This is all of 30 minutes of draft research right here. (laughs) So I didn't know about Pajemski before the draft but from a lot of people that I trust their draft analysis um, say he's a decent offensive player he can shoot he went to Santa Clara um, where Jalen Williams from the Thunder who was I want to say he was a finalist in rookie of the year um, he went there and once Jalen Williams left Brandon Pajemski kind of stepped up as that lead guard and he played pretty well for them they aren't in the best conference but um he averaged 20 points almost 10 rebounds like nine rebounds four assists can really shoot the three had a pretty high usage rate so he's handling the ball a lot making a lot of decisions and he didn't really turn it over a crazy amount so he just seems like a really solid guard he's just uh, he's about six five six five six six looks solid like i'm like clay thompson is what you're
1: telling
0: me right right um I mean I, I mean from what I've seen he's a pretty solid team defender. He's not the best on-ball defender. I think he struggles against quickness. Uh, so we'll see how his defensive game translates to the NBA, but I think he has an NBA jump shot. Um lefty, compact shot 44% from 3 his sophomore season. Um not a one and done, so you don't got year Couple years in. So, well, I'm not. I'm not too low. But he's too
1: our, he's our Christian Brown, is what you're telling me.
0: <laughs> exactly. I think in a few years he'll be all star. um
1: Years. I'm talking about for this year. Is he our Christian Brown?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Christian Brown for sure. <laughs> <laughs> high energy. He's gonna be playing. The, and out he this
1: year in this postseason the way Christian Brown did. Can we get a Putjus game? <laughs> <The Pugipu> game. <laughs>
0: Well, inevitably, Chris Paul is going to be hurt before the playoffs. So we're going to need Pajimski. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Justin, we've moved on from that conversation. Okay. We're trying to.
0: But yeah, I think he, I mean, I think he can add some value if he can handle the ball without turning it over and play decent defense because they are definitely going to need him to play in a regular season.
1: But he's going to be behind Moody in the depth chart, right? Unless he somehow outplays him. And I can't see that.
0: I mean, he's a guard. He's a guard. So Moody, I think, will be more wing-ish. Like Moody, I think, will be behind Clay or Wiggins in the depth chart. GP two will be behind Clay and Wiggins as well. So I think Pajemski is more so like insurance for when Chris Paul inevitably miss games. Steph inevitably will miss games. Not not play back to backs, you know that type of thing. So they're going to have to put somebody in, kind of like the Ty Jerome role. And I think they just decided to go with Pajemski instead of Ty Jerome. And I would have went with Ty Jerome, but I'll give the young guy a chance to see. Because um, from what I've heard, he's a solid player. I don't think he's going to be wowing anybody, but he doesn't project as somebody that's going to be terrible. So we'll see.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing him in Summer League.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good place to see what what he kind of made of, because he'll be playing against NBA athletes. Uh, I'm not sure how many games he played against big teams in college, actually in college. So it'll be good to see him against like some quick guards, some of the other high draft picks and stuff like that to see what he did. But I'm, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure he worked out for a bunch of teams and played against those guys. And I, I guess he looked good enough against those guys in workouts that the Warriors felt comfortable taking him at 19. Okay.
1: Well, welcome to the Warriors, Brandon Pujemski. I hope things work out for you. I hope you are our Christian Brown.
0: <laughs> not Brown. We need Moody to Brown. be a Christian Brown. We need Moody to be the Christian Brown. We I'm tired of watching him. But this is Christian
1: Brown's first year, isn't it?
0: It was his first year.
1: That's so that's what it's you know, Moody's not, it's not his first year.
0: I know. But it it, it might and Christian well be Christian Brown
1: had all those years already played in college before he came.
0: True. I think he might be but older why? Than
1: I mean, come on. Give with the comparison, Justin.
0: <laughs> well, Christian Brown was 21 this season, and Moody will be 21 coming up this season.
1: And how old will Pujemski be?
0: Pujemski might be
1: Might be 21. Might be they, don't have
0: his, they don't have his birthday on here. But two years in college, he should be like 20, 21, coming into the NBA.
1: Yeah, it's Pujemski. The, Moody's gonna be great for us, regardless. But Moody's Moody; he's already had some good playoff games too. And stuff already.
0: Yeah, I'm looking for a breakout season for Moody, to be honest.
1: Well, he'll get some playing time this year, so we should see that.
0: He gonna um, got a choice.
1: Okay, so before we wrap and conclude, um, any surprises from the draft tonight?
0: Cam Whitmore dropped. He was a projected top 10 pick, dropped to 20. Maybe teams are a little weary of his injury history, but he's going to the Rockets, which is pretty intriguing because they they got a lot of athleticism. They got a lot of youth on that team. Mm-hmm. So in a few years, they could be pretty dangerous, but I think they are going to suck for the next two, three seasons.
1: <laughs> no more Jim Harden going there. sounds like he's going to stay with Philly.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to stay with Philly. Um, okay. Other than
1: that,
0: nope, everything went pretty much as projected. Scoot went third. Brandon Miller went second. Obviously, Wimby went first. Can't even remember who went fourth. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what Portland does now that they've made the pick. It's clear that Dame is pretty much saying, like, me or the pick. So we'll see if Dame stays there. Obviously, we we didn't really touch that much on
1: they're both annoying as hell, though, because like neither one of them wants to be the bad guy. They don't want to trade Dame, he don't want to ask for a trade, but we all know a trade is what needs to be done, so like I don't want right, to right. nothing. I don't give a damn about them till they do something. Miami over there holding out like the the mistress who's like, uh, you know, like
0: yeah yeah, yeah
1: he's he said he's gonna finally leave her, you know like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, just go to Miami, bro
1: like you're mad annoying anyway really? um so the the <laughs> the um the 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 wizards were letting everyone hold them except for the warriors and uh <laughs> they sent Bradley Beal to um the Suns for a bag of potato chips so
0: whoa i think the details came out and it is It was decent for them.
1: Wait, what they got?
0: I think they got four pick swaps. I think they got four pick swaps. And I I want to say the Suns, the Suns made it, they they might've made a pick today and they don't have a pick again for like the next decade. (laughs) Like, it's kind of crazy. So I want to say they got like six or seven picks in in total. A few of them second rounders and a a bunch of them are pick swaps. So decent. They turned and they turned turn Chris Paul into Jordan Poole. So they really traded Bradley Bill for Jordan Poole in
1: a bunch of picks. You
0: know what I'm saying?
1: Um, how do we feel about Beal joining the Suns?
0: I think it's cool. It's a lot of offense. why
1: is nobody moved by this trade?
0: <laughs> <laughs> because they can't fill out their roster with anything, they their oh, roster really? is minimums. Aiden is still soft as Charmin. Um, so unless they move him for depth, I'm not moved by them. Book and KD move me. And maybe even Bill next to those guys. Um, it does kind that of become feel
1: like a natural fit to me though.
0: You say it does not? No. Yeah, I mean, Book is probably their best ball handler when it comes I to the. I was say, winning. is
1: Book gonna be the point guard now.
0: He's gonna have to be the point guard, and he's probably like. He might be their best scorer now. Like, KD is still KD, but Book did some ridiculous shit this season. So it's like you're you're making Book less of a scorer and more of a distributor to Bill, who's not a better scorer than him. And it's like, is Bill going to play defense now? Is Book and KD going to be able to play defense at a championship level? Because they do not have a defensive anchor. Aiton isn't that. What do you do with the rest of the roster? I don't know. That's why they aren't moving me too much, but they're definitely going to be a, a tough out. There's just a lot of talent on that team um, with those three guys. But, yeah, not not too moved. Wiggins locking up, GP2 locking up, Pajemski locking up.
1: Pajemski. <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> um... Yeah. Okay. Porzingis went to Boston, and Boston gave up Marcus Smart, which that wasn't what it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah,
1: It was supposed to be Brogdon going to the Clippers, and I guess they realized Brogdon's injury is a bit much, and so Boston's not going to be able to move off of him, and so instead, they they traded Marcus Smart away, and yeah, I like... I like Marcus Smart is like Boston Celtics Draymond Green. You know, like he's not as good as Draymond, but I'm just saying he just does things for that team that I don't think someone just can come in and replace and do. He is. Mm-hmm. He's really important to their team.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like the midpoint between like Draymond and Dylan Brooks, in my opinion. They don't, none of them play the same position, obviously, but. It's kind of like I know what you mean, like that glue guy stuff. The the intensity, kind of like the identity of the team, at least defensively, kind of flows through him. So it's going to be weird. And he was there for a long ass time. Like I think he might have been the longest tenured Celtic on the roster. He
1: was big plays too. I really don't want him in the same sentence with Dylan Brooks. I'm sorry, but
0: yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, but that's pretty much going to be his role on the on the Grizzlies just be a better Dylan Brooks.
1: No, I know, but I, you know, I didn't even get to look at it. I saw that Tatum left him some heartfelt message on Instagram, but like, Mm -hmm. I I was, I was surprised by that. I know a lot of Celtics fans were sad about it. Uh, Poor is another one of those, like if he stays healthy and I know Warriors fans were fiending for him. And that didn't come to fruition. I don't know. I was never that big on the Porzingis thing. Like to come to. I mean, I know at this point, whoever you're getting is going to come with stuff. But it's just that, like, I know he was pretty. He played pretty well last year. But it's just with him too. It's always like his health. And I feel like at some point with Porzingis, he just always gets like unhappy on his teams, and then it's just like, I don't know. Just always feels like it's something.
0: Yeah, I think at this point in his career, maybe he's at that maturity level where he can just really lock in and try to win the championship because he knows these are the last few years of his prime. The injury things is definitely a real concern. He did have his healthiest season last year of his career, you know, other than, I guess, early career, but it's still always a chance because he's seven, he's so tall. He's kind How of thin. did he play
1: last year? Like 60 something, right? Or more than that.
0: I want to say sixty-five. I did hear, like, I didn't follow the Wizards close enough to pay attention to like his play individually, but they did say that he kind of tailed off in production towards the end of the season. I think his legs kind of, kind of gave up. But I mean, he had a pretty good season overall, twenty-three and eight. Um, and yeah, this was yeah since his second season, this is his healthiest season. He's at his peak. He's at he's at his absolute peak. So. I think it was a good swing for the Celtics. Ultimately, I think the Celtics' ceiling is directly tied to Tatum and how well he can...
1: But they still need a point guard. And my thing is... I, like, I mean, we're going to vote for Chris Ball. Yeah, By the way, true. I like Tyus Jones. Like, I, I don't know, but I feel like that's a loss for Memphis, Tyus Jones.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's... I mean, Marcus Smart can do some guard things but he's not ties
1: no and ties can shoot decently
0: yeah yeah i i, mean, I like Tyus and jordan and, and for the wizards to be honest it's gonna be a pretty exciting backcourt yeah, nice. like, smack-
1: i would have liked us to get ties like get just get us something i would rather Tyus, to be honest as the backup versus chris ball, chris ball. younger healthier
0: yeah, but we ain't giving Jordan to Memphis. That would have been crazy. I don't know about
1: that. The Tyus was in Washington.
0: Yeah. It's true. But
1: I would have preferred, like, if they were not getting a front court player to take, like, trade Jordan. Cause I mean, I think washington's looking to rebuild right so they of course they probably want to pair jordan and Tyus together but like get some pieces tyus and pieces or pieces that's what i would have liked
0: tyus is one of those dudes he's a young guy so he i think he's made it clear that he wants to start i think they they reported it with memphis that the only reason he was being shopped is because he wants to go somewhere and start so i don't know that how well that would have went over it would have been another situation with a really good guard coming off your bench that wants to start. I don't, I personally don't think he's like an all-star or anything like that. Like he shouldn't be demanding a starting spot, even though he is very good, but he want what he want.
1: All right. Whatever we got, Chris Paul. Um, I know. (sighs) (laughs) So, I mean... But I, I really still think now – I actually think with the additional pausing, is it actually even highlights even more that they need a point guard.
0: Yeah. And I think just in general, the point guard thing, I think they need Tatum to be not necessarily a point guard, but just be a guy that you can rely upon late in games against the best defenses in the NBA to generate high-quality offense. Like not dribble dribble hezzy step back, mid-range, not drive into traffic and just hope I get a foul call not pass the ball over to Jalen Brown so he can get his dribble picked. It needs to be, I'm getting to my spot, and you have to send somebody else over to help, or I'm going to score, and it's going to be an easy bucket every time. If, they can, if he can get to that level, then I think he elevates himself into that top-five-ish caliber player realm, and then it legitimately opens up a championship window for them because we saw this past season and the season before that They didn't have that, and it's probably the reason why they lost both times, right?
1: So, okay, so Beal to the Suns, Porzingis to Boston, Marcus Smart to Memphis. All of these are surprising trades. I don't think any of these, the Beal one, not so surprising because we started to hear. You know, build to the heat or build to the sun. So I think that's the least surprising. But it was some of the things that came after with the Wizards and the Boston the Marcus Smart. Cause they seem like, okay, now it's dead. And like Warriors fans start to get hope for KP again. And all of a sudden, it's like Marcus Smart is being traded to the.
0: Yeah, that was. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> and apparently he was really shocked. So
0: it had to be. Had to be. I want to look at Memphis's roster, but
1: I don't know. I don't know. They're
0: so... all gone for the first 25 games, so no Dylan Brooks is back. It's going to be a kind of a complete revamp almost. Yeah. I want to say Brandon Clark is probably going to be out for that whole season next season. Torn
1: Achilles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Because he was a big piece. I mean, they do know how to play without a Job, but like they had Tyus And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like Smart really completely replicates what Tyus can do. Right. And then you also have yeah. a mark. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see.
0: Very interesting.
1: tuned into golden spaces with Matt and Jessica so we got some mailbag questions a lot of them don't make sense now since the trade but there was one I don't think we really need to go through that many of them because they don't y'all so we'll we'll put out another request for a mailbag (laughs) now that this trade has happened um, but hopefully some of the questions you may have we address I I, I would have to be my guess and who else, normally it's like, who else at the war is going to go after? What do you think of the trade? We kind of talked about all that. But there was one question about what needs to be done to put us on the level with the Nuggets. Is that it? Can you can you repeat, can you say that question? I'm saying repeat it, but you said it to me off yeah. air. But we're on.
0: <clears throat> so the question was, what does every West playoff team need to be in Oh, what do they need to be in the same tier as the Nuggets? We're obviously just only going to focus on the Warriors. Yeah,
1: Because I don't so. care about the other teams.
0: Right. And we are pretty much in alignment, thinking, like, they aren't that far off from the Nuggets. Like,
1: okay, I don't think the all. Nuggets are better than us. Like, I really don't. They just won. The, we didn't play the Nuggets, y'all. But for right. some reason, there's this idea that if we would have, like...
0: We would have got curb stomped.
1: I don't know what, what y'all happened? were watching. I don't know what y'all were watching to think that, but that wasn't happening.
0: That uh, like? I've been pretty vocal about it. I don't think the Nuggets played any team in the playoffs that would have presented the specific matchup issues that are the Nuggets' weaknesses. They didn't see a single team that exploits their weaknesses is what I'm trying to say. Um, they did play the teams that were in front of them. And ultimately those teams were quote unquote, the best teams available because they went, they progressed in each round and they played the team that met them in those rounds. So we can't say that there, they didn't play anybody that was good. They played the best competition that was there, but they did not play.
1: I'm not I'm not even trying to take that away from them. Like they won, they got right. it the champs. Right. My thing With is them. people are acting like the Warriors lost because the Warriors lost because Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole shot some abysmal fucking numbers. And that wasn't because the Lakers were just taking right. shit away from them. <laughs> right. Or the Kings. Like if they just would have shot their regular season shit like like, not even exactly, but, like, uh, just a slight fraction higher. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of those outcomes are different. And in the Kings series, just like in this, they should have won game one versus the Lakers. They should have won game four. Like, they were in these games. That's what people like, that Thank Lakers you. series wasn't close. You. What you mean it wasn't close? There were, it was a six-game series. There were two blowouts each. So the Warriors blew the Lakers out twice the lakers blew the warriors out twice and then there were two close games and the lakers just happened to get both of those two close games total points like this was a very close series right? right and that's that was with clay thompson oh also and andrew wiggins like getting his rib bro. like guys, this was not like the warriors yeah. just out like yeah i mean yes the lakers outplayed them but it wasn't like some of that was just them not showing up.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes the ball just doesn't roll into your side of the court. right? And Steph Ronnie didn't Walker. shoot that
1: great either, by the way.
0: Steph didn't shoot his normal, you know, or just he didn't shoot his best. I think he, he still shot pretty good. He didn't shoot his best. Dante was pretty bad on both ends. Jordan was pretty bad on both ends. Clay was pretty bad on both ends. Looney was sick. Gary Payton was sick. Andrew Wiggins broke his ribs before the last game. Right. Like, Lonnie Walker had the quarter of his life.
1: All these things, you know what I mean? Like, so yes, maybe the Warriors may have lost to Denver, but it's not because Denver is some like supremely more talented team than them. It's just like the Warriors, they ran out.
0: It wasn't their year.
1: Right. And like, that's what I'm saying. So this is not a we're not on Denver's level shit. Like, I mean, the ringer did just come out with their rankings that we do not agree with 125 players higher than Jordan Poole. They did have Stephen Curry second to Jokic. And like I said, I'm not going to, like, complain if people have Jokic as the best player, but they have Stephen Curry second to him, meaning both teams have one of those guys. Okay, we got people. So both teams have one of those guys. And then it's just a matter of, like, who do you think has the better supporting cast? Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, don't tell me you're looking at Denver supporting cast and saying it's drastically better Thank than you. the Warriors supporting cast. That's crazy.
0: Thank you. I mean, my personal exactly. opinion...
1: It's just ludicrous.
0: In my opinion, Clay's better than MPJ. Wiggins is better than Aaron Gordon. Um, Jamal Murray would be easily the third best player in the series, I think. Um, but...
1: They don't have a defensive player as good as Draymond.
0: They don't, they don't. And then outside of that, especially with the loss of Bruce Brown, I, mean, I guess KCP, KCP and Looney are about the same level starter, worst starter on a championship team. That's both their level, KCP and Looney, right? And then you got now Chris Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul now, um, GP two. They have other impactful players on their roster that I don't think Denver will be able to go to next season. We'll see. What their young guys look like but with the loss of Bruce Brown puts a ton of pressure on Christian Brown Brown and other guys to step up I just don't think there's a crazy talent advantage on Denver they are the younger team um they are smack dab in their prime but that don't mean that the Warriors are at a talent disadvantage to them and that no just, and it's,
1: it's also their first year making a deep postseason run
0: mm-hmm.
1: now you got to go back into it a second year Right. And you saw what happened to the Warriors their second year when they went back and did it. Mm -hmm. At the end it caught up to them. I don't believe in the whole chasing 73 caught up to them. I just think another deep postseason run back to back. Injuries happen, attrition, whatever. But the point is that those extra games that you're playing deep into the postseason, they start to catch up to you. And we still have to come back and see if Jamal playoff riser Jamal is going to be that Jamal during the regular season. The Nuggets only won 53 games last year, guys. They only won 53 games.
0: Yeah. Is he going to be that in the regular season, and is he going to be that in the playoffs again? Who knows? I mean, did they play anybody that can really check Jamal? Any teams that had players that can check Jamal? I don't think they did. Uh, looks, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Jaden McDaniels, pretty, pretty good perimeter defender on the on the Timberwolves, unavailable in the first round. Did the Suns have anybody that can check Jamal? Looks like they got a bunch of small guards. Landry Shamit, Campaign, Chris Paul, can't check 6'4, Jamal Murray.
1: Put on Jamal,
0: Andrew Wiggins, pretty good pretty good guy i mean for portions at least of the finals jimmy butler was on jamal murray and it bothered him yeah it did bam would switch on to jamal murray and it bothered him um,
1: he did turn into much more of a playmaker though than i'm used to seeing him do
0: he did he did and that's where the miami's lack of size outside of those two players really came into play and hurt them because it's gave vincent rotating over to aaron gordon and getting put in the basket it's kayla martin Max Struce, these guys are too small. Hopefully, the Warriors add more size in his guys like Looney, Clay, 6'7, um, you know, GP2, who plays above his size, you know, just more functional size. So, I don't, I really don't think Denver was really challenged in a way that they potentially could be next season. And we will, we will see. But like you said, there's no, there's no talent advantage with Denver and Golden State. I think they're, at worst, about even talent wise, and it just becomes a matter of attrition, matchups, a little bit of luck in either direction. That's it always takes a little bit of luck. And trust me,
1: defending the Warriors and Stephen Curry is harder than any team they've had to defend in the entire postseason. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Sorry guys. I'm just like I'm I'm tired, like woo! Shout out to Denver. Go Denver. <laughs> but I'm entitled. The, of, like, the, the, what the, do the, we got to do to get on Denver? So, excuse you? Like, it, I'm sorry. Nah, we're not doing all that.
0: The Lakers shit is what kills me, too. <laughs> it's actual Warriors fans that are, that are coming on Twitter and stuff and saying the Lakers just killed them. And it's like, did y'all watch the same series? <laughs> Literally, we watched Jordan miss miss the game time shot in game one while they were amidst a 14-0 run could have could have got that game and then we watched Lonnie Walker turn into Kobe Bryant for five minutes in in the fourth quarter of game four Steph still had a chance to win the game with a step with two shots on AD they just didn't go in
1: I'm not even interested in no conversations about the Lakers (laughs) That just
0: doesn't seem like they're just that much better than the Warriors to me
1: um so whatever now they gotta come back and play again and get through a whole season Mm-hmm. Amy healthy, LeBron healthy. I am paying attention to the Lakers. <laughs> right. So. We'll see what they do. I still don't think they bat it like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be a good team. I just don't think they're better than the Warriors, and I, I hope the Warriors see them again in the playoffs so they can right that wrong.
1: Alright. Listen, y'all. I really am under the weather, so I need to go attend to myself. I had my tea. I drank. I was drinking plenty of fluids. I'm home, visiting my family. And, you know, my mother's Jamaican, so she mixed me up all kind of concoctions. She had to oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Honey and lime and lemon and eucalyptus and all of them something that <laughs> So... <laughs> you know so i've been taking all kind of shit but i am honestly so exhausted like you know when you are sick and you work through being sick like Mm. my body just feels like it's about to crash so that's it i'm stuffy forgive me if i sounded nasally and crazy but y'all said we had to react to chris paul so i hopped on Because I was not supposed to be here. Justin, tell them I really was not supposed to be here.
0: You weren't. You weren't. It's was about to be a solo.
1: I had no intentions of talking to y'all for two weeks. So, the Warriors, stop playing. I'm on vacation. Don't do no more shit till I'm back. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, thank you for tuning in with us. We appreciate y'all as always. Um, We definitely going to be staying... (coughs) Up to date on this postseason. Um, even if I'm not here, Justin got you covered. Anything else happens, you know, we will be on it. But um, yeah, just Chris Paul, man. Chris Paul is going to be a warrior. Good God. Uh anyways, y'all make sure you are downloading, subscribing sharing, telling a friend, uh, following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Leave a review, a positive review. Give us five stars, only five stars. Um, And we appreciate you, appreciate the support. We will be back again at some point next week. Um, But until then, take care and uh, get ready for the Chris Paul era